let's open with prayer. My Heavenly Father, thank you for your mercy. Father, thank you for your mercy. Father, open our ears that we can hear. Open our eyes that we can see. Open our hearts like you did for Lydia, that we can attend unto the things which are spoken. Turn us from darkness unto light, from Satan unto you. And Father, I ask this in the name of Jesus. And Father, I ask for a spirit of grace in this meeting. A spirit of grace. And I ask that in the name of Jesus. Amen. Did you have a bad day yesterday? Have you had a bad week? Have you had a bad year? I want you to turn with me to Lamentations 3. Some of my favorite verses. There were times when things were really bad, and I would remind myself this verse every morning. I would get up, and I would look out the, this, the, my kitchen door, which faced the east, and I'd see the sun coming up, and I'd say, my, I'd say this verse to myself. It says, It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed, because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Now I've heard the argument, as a side note, I've heard the argument that it's talking about they are talking about his compassions. I was a grammar teacher, taught seventh grade grammar, and the word because is a subordinate conjunction, which makes that phrase a subordinate phrase. A subordinate phrase has to have a main phrase or you don't have a complete sentence. And the main phrase is it's of the Lord's mercies. So the word they is referring back to the main phrase. There's your lesson English 101 today. It is of the Lord's mercies. They are new every morning. Have you ever considered the power, the power of God that his mercies are renewed, renewed every morning, every morning, renewed back to the beginning. Your day yesterday is yesterday. The sun came up today and those mercies are renewed. That is the power and the strength of God that he is able to do that. And that is what our Lord Jesus Christ did for us on the cross. I would like you to go to Matthew 9. We are going to talk a little bit about mercy. That it's renewed every morning. That is the power of God. It takes power to have mercy. It takes strength to have mercy. And I love this passage here. It hits home. Matthew 9, I'm going to begin in verse 10. And it came to pass as Jesus sat at meat in the house. Behold, many publicans and sinners came and sat down with him and his disciples. Many publicans and sinners came and sat down with him and his disciples. And when the Pharisees saw it, when the religious people, the religious leaders saw it, they said unto his disciples, notice they didn't go to Jesus. They went to the next level. He said, and they said unto his disciples, Why eateth your master with publicans and sinners? 
But when Jesus heard it, Jesus heard it. He said unto them, they that are whole need not a physician, but they that are sick. And he said, but go you and learn what that meaneth. I will have mercy. You know what that word will means? It means I desire. I desire to have mercy. I have pleasure in having mercy. That's what that word means. I take pleasure in having mercy. That's Jesus talking. That is your Lord Jesus talking. That's your Savior talking. I will have mercy. I delight. I have pleasure in mercy and not sacrifice. It says, he goes on, For I am not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. When I was in college, I worked at a diner. It was a small restaurant, a lot like a Denny's. It was called Country Kitchen. And... Um, uh, I worked there, I put myself through college. So I worked there a second shift. I would work till 11 o'clock at night. Less than a mile down the street was a saloon. And in Ohio, there weren't many saloons. It was the Trail Dust Saloon. Now the Trail Dust Saloon was not your typical bar. It had naked women dancers there. Everybody in town knew about it. You know, you didn't park your car out front, that kind of thing. And we all, it, it was common knowledge that, that there was prostitution going on there. Well, every once in a while, um, a gentleman would bring one of the, the dancers to our little diner in the evenings. I waited on several of them. You know what? I mean, she was a prostitute. He was there, you know, I want to buy you a steak dinner. Do you know what? That's who Jesus ate with. Jesus ate down at the trail dust saloon with the naked dancers. He might not have been at our religious potluck dinners on Sundays. He's down at the trail dust. And he wasn't down there watching the women. What was he doing? I did not come to call the righteous but sinners to repentance. He went down there to get them. He didn't condemn them. He went down there to get them. He went down there to get the tax collectors. He went down there to get the riffraff. He went down there to get the, and I love this. Um, when I was in high school, we, there was a parochial school in town, and it went through the eighth grade. So they, they went to Catholic school up into the eighth, uh, the end of eighth grade, they had to come to our high school. I don't know if you understand this, but the teachers, and, and we, we used to joke that, um, after eight years of thou shall not, and then you stuck him in a public school, oh, thou surely will. Well, it, it, all the teachers said that, that all the hoods came from the Catholic school because they were under the law. And then they had some freedom. You know what? That's what Jesus ate with, the hoods. He ate with the hoods. He ate with the ones that, that, that joined the gangs. That's who Jesus ate with. It said, I delight, I take pleasure. I take pleasure in showing mercy. I take pleasure in showing mercy. Our Jesus takes pleasure in showing mercy. 
And I have a wonderful testimony about that, but I want to read a verse first. So go with me to Titus 3.5. We are talking about the mercy of God and the mercy, the mercy of Jesus. When we can't do it, when we are at our end, when we wish we could be something different, there's mercy. That's where Jesus steps in with his mercy. When we are at our end, I'll say it again. When we wish we could be some other person, some other way, but we can't, we try. That's when Jesus steps in with his mercy. With his mercy. You know what? He will even have mercy on the prideful if they'll humble themselves. Titus 3, 5. Not by works of righteousness which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us. According to his mercy, he saved us. I need to go on. I want you to go to Hebrews 8. Hebrews 8, and I'm going to begin in verse 7, is the writer of Hebrews is referring back to Jeremiah 30, 30. But I want to read it from Hebrews, because this is the New Testament. This is him talking about the Old Testament versus the New Testament. He said, for if the first testament had been faultless, then no place should have been sought for the second. This is Jeremiah. Jeremiah is in the Old Testament. Jeremiah talked to Israel, to uh, Judah, when they were getting ready to go to Babylon. They were getting ready to be taken out of their own land that God gave them. Abraham's possession. They were getting ready to be taken out because of they wouldn't obey God. They wouldn't follow God. They were getting ready to take up. And Jeremiah is talking to him. He said, you know, pack up, folks. But then what, this is what he says. For the first testament had been faultless, then no place should have been sought for the second. For finding fault with that first testament, that first covenant, God said, God said, for finding fault with that first covenant, the Ten Commandments, God said, Behold the days come, saith the Lord, when I will make a new covenant. This is in the Old Testament. I will make a new covenant. He's talking about the new covenant in the Old Testament. I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. Not according to the covenant I made with their fathers in the day when I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt. Well, we know that's the Ten Commandments. Because they continued not in my covenant, and I regarded them not, saith the Lord. They continued not. You know what? They couldn't. Have you ever tried to obey the law? You know, even Paul said, I did it. Paul did it. I didn't do it. I couldn't do it. Paul said, I did it. He said, but I give it all up for the second covenant. I gave it all up for the second because it was that much greater. He said, not according to the covenant I made with your fathers. Verse 10. For this is a covenant I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, saith the Lord, I will put my laws in their mind. Write them in their hearts. I will be to them a God and they shall be to me a people. And they shall not teach every man his neighbor and every man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for all shall know me, from the least to the greatest. Why? 
How could they do that? The next verse. The only way they could do it. For I will be merciful under their unrighteousness. Okay. I will be merciful to their unrighteousness. That's the new covenant. I will be merciful. How? I'll take all your transgressions, all your iniquity, and I'll put it on Jesus. And I'll put it on Jesus. I'll put Jesus on the cross. I love it. I'll put Jesus on the cross. Isaiah 53. And he takes all our iniquity and he lays it on Jesus. That is mercy. That is mercy. I saw that mercy. Uh, thank God it's been over 20 years ago. But I, um, I got into a spat with a woman that I should not have. My pride got me there. And we argued out in public. There wasn't anybody around. We got into an argument. And um, the next day I got a phone call from the police. And they said, are you Kathy? I said, yes. They said, you are under arrest. What? You are under arrest. The woman had me arrested. I knew right then what the problem was. Kathy had gotten in pride. Kathy had gotten in pride and she, she was in trouble. I remember I called Doyle. I said, Doyle, I've been arrested. He said, what? I said, I've been arrested. What for? And I explained the situation. And he said, I don't know, Kathy, I'm praying. <laughs> Thanks. I haven't talked to Randy Brooks. God bless Randy Brooks. He said, well, okay, this is what you're going to have to do. You know what? I went, into this, I went into my bedroom, shut the door, and I said, you delight, Father, to show mercy. Show it here. I couldn't fix the situation. I'm the one that caused it. I said, Father, you delight to show mercy. Show it here. Show it here. I need it. I need it. It's my fault I got in this situation. I need mercy. If you will go with me to Hebrews 4.15. For we have not a high priest, which cannot be touched with the feeling of our weaknesses, our infirmities. He knows what it feels like to be arrested. Boy, doesn't he? That was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore, because he's been there, he knows what it feels like. He was sent to show mercy. He was sent to pay for what we can't pay. Therefore, let us come boldly under the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy. Did you know he delights to show mercy? Jesus said, know what this meaneth. I will, I desire, I take pleasure in mercy, not sacrifice. Not sacrifice, not the Ten Commandments, not the old law. I take pleasure 
in showing mercy. I prayed that for probably over an hour. And you know what? After I was done praying, I got a phone call. It was the police again. They said, the woman has dropped the charges. The woman has dropped the charges. Thank you, Jesus, for your mercy. For your mercy. You need some mercy? You know what blind Bartimaeus said? Blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the roadside begging. He heard Jesus was coming by. You know what blind Bartimaeus said? Jesus, come and, you know, come and heal my eyes because I deserve it. Oh, no, he didn't. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Are you in a situation you need to say the same thing? The blind Bartimaeus, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And he didn't stop saying it. And they told him, you better hush. And he said it louder. Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Have mercy on me. And after a while, Jesus said, bring him here. Bring him here. And he asked blind Bartimaeus, what do you want? Lord, that I may have my sight. He said, according to your faith. He said, your faith got you here. Your faith got my attention. And he opened his eyes. And you know what it says? Blind Bartimaeus followed him. It was faith calling, pleading for mercy. That's what Jesus said. Your faith got you here. Your faith got you here. You need mercy? Open your mouth. Amen? Let me hear from you. Email me at the letters kd at kdwol.com. That's kd, Kathy Davidson, at kdwol.com. And visit my website to listen to the messages again or to download them free of charge at kdwol.com. Until next time, God bless.